Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This is DJ. And this is Ish. And this is season six of Better Let Me Tell You. <laughs> Do you like that song? It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Well, even if you liked it, you were you wouldn't say that you no, did. No, that's not true because I have no problem admitting it's like I don't like Fulano, but I enjoy their X, mm, Y, and Z. Yeah, but you know, you know, Queen B is not your thing. So Beehive, don't hate no. us. I like Beyonce. Yeah. I've seen Beyonce in concert. So I mean, you know, especially that don't mediocre, come at us that mediocre Beehive. album. But that what that album's pretty mediocre. Okay. Anyway, moving right along. Welcome everybody to episode <laughs> two sixty two of Pero Let Me Tell You. Yes, yes. Estamos en agosto, everybody. Yeah, that's it. It's Christmas. That's. <laughs> Wow, that was, bolito. that was a very quick jump. So we're in August was, already. This is true. That's true. Yeah, when your birthday comes, yeah, my birthday's here. That's true. It's like un pestañazo. Yeah, my birthday's in yeah, two and yeah, a half yeah. months. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's already here. And yeah. it's like, oh my God, here we go again. I know. This weekend is my birthday. Yes. So, bon anniversaire. Uh, merci. Merci. Vous êtes 44 ans. 44 ans. I'm going to be 44. Yes. 44 ans. Yes. 44 ans. 44 ans. Under uh, 44. Okay. I, okay, I know cat is, is four. We oui. So I, that's, I picked up on that. Uh, 40. I, know, I know, but I was trying to get there on my own. Oui. <laughs> C'est la vérité. So, bon année, bon anniversaire. Thank you, thank you. Vous êtes très, vous êtes très beau pour un monsieur que si que uh, 44 ans. I look good for somebody 44. Oui, c'est ah. la vérité. C'est la vérité, mon ami. <laughs> See, I understand. So as long as you go slow, the minute you oui. go fast, I, you lost me. I'll be like, I don't know, macaron. Je suis perdu. <laughs> oh, c'est perdu. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that what that chicken brand is? Perdue? No. Are they just lost? No, no, no. 
Anyway, so it's your birthday weekend. Yes. What are we doing is. for your birthday? Well, uh, on Saturday we are having a pool party. We uh, yes, a, 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 our friends, a very good friend of ours, is allowing me very graciously to use his house in his pool. I know. So we're doing that. You said that like like if I'm gonna do some type of like debauchery. Ah, porque estás escoria en la piscina. Yes, you know, mind you, it's like 25 people. Half of them are just us and our friends. Right, but uh, you know, we, we we love this friend of ours, but you know that they are very particular, rightfully so. They have it's a very nice house. Beautiful home. Beautiful uh, home. Very particular about certain things. I I mean, I, I would be too if I was having somebody. Okay, never mind. Yes, we're having a pool party for your house. Yes, yes. Yes, and then on Sunday, I'm going to go do brunch. Actually, shameless plug. Um, Burger Beast is doing a brunch this Sunday, August 6th, down here. It's a brunch with a uh, chef, Billy G, I believe. You can go to burgerbeast.com and find out where it's at. I'm um, probably going to do that. Oh. Yeah. The Billy G is not my love. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Speaking of Miami, I, I before we go any further on okay. the show, I do want to mention briefly and, and sort of pay our respects to we lost a great artist yes. uh, this week yes. uh David Libertard um mm -hmm. and known as Libo and if mm -hmm. you you know his his artwork yeah. he's one of these people that even if you don't you think you're not familiar with his artwork I can assure you you've seen it. that you've seen it because it's all over Miami yeah. um one of my personal favorites is the huge mural um when you uh, get off uh, of Miami from the Julia Tuttle mm -hmm. um uh, what what road is that <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're. Uh, don't ask me. Uh, well, you I'm, get off I'm the Julia Tuttle that you could get off on Alton Road or Mount Sinai. Um, that it takes you to Miami Beach. There's a huge the mural there. Yes, by the Roosevelt Theater yes, on the Roosevelt yes. Theater side, and it's just it's gorgeous. So, yeah. I mean, unexpectedly, I mean, I think I think they. So it was unexpected to uh, to the public, right? Yes, but uh, the family because his his brother is Dan Lebatard, yeah. who the sportscaster um, announced on his show that. They had known for about a year. He actually mentioned he's like, you know, we we had already gone through the grieving process once right. once they knew. So obviously it was an illness um, that the family was aware of. But yeah, I mean, but regardless, it's a huge loss yeah. to you know the artistic community mm -hmm. here in Miami, which you know art is so important and so big yeah. in our culture, and especially his art, which is not just any art. I mean, there's a lot of very talented artists in Miami, but his art was very of yeah. Miami and, and it was he, very indistinguishable. He very proudly called himself a cartoonist. Right. Like and that I think there's a beauty in that because so many times people are like, no, I'm an artist. I'm a you know, to like elevate yourself and, and in his mindset it's like, no dude, I'm a cartoonist. Like that's cool. Right. It, it, it's it's still art. You right. know? And I think that's just you know, it's it's a, gonna be a great loss and we're probably gonna feel it more than we think we are, just in terms of the murals and, and the paintings and the artwork, you know, that's right. that's gonna not come anymore. I know that this is maybe a I don't even know how how to pose a question, but mm -hmm. when you have somebody like him who who has all these murals, I mean, is it is there a way to have those murals maintained? I would say yes, because would, the, the, I, the painting's already there. So right, I mean, obviously, paint fades; it loses its shine. I mean, I would say yes in the same way that there are people who restore Renaissance paintings and things right. like that. So I would imagine there has to be something comparable. That, yeah, because be because done. I mean, especially with like more modern art. Again, his his murals that are around town are so unique, and they're so yeah. at, at this point they become staples in certain areas. That it'd be a shame to lose that. Yeah, and yeah. and uh, you know, in a way, obviously, it's respecting respecting and honoring the artist's leg legacy. Yeah, so yeah. I, I really hope 
Yeah. That's something that can can yeah. be done. At least until they inevitably knock down whatever building and put up a CVS. With a Walgreens in front of it. Yes, and a, bank, and a Chase Bank across the street. Actually, you know what is really messed up now that we're talking about that? You know, we, we talk about... Um, well, we talk about about it here, but if you're from Miami, you know about this of how unaffordable Miami is becoming and how they're building all these high rises. And again, I mean, who's I, moving into them? I, I don't know. Right. Um, and and th- what they are building is just so affordable, and it's not even for people that are middle class I mean, or affordable or um <laughs> or upper middle class. It's for people who are like multimillionaires or backups. billionaires at this point. You know what I think is. A perfect example of just how things are going here. So for those of you who are familiar with the Miami landscape in uh, downtown Miami, off of Brickell Avenue, there's Brickell Key, which is that little island oh, yes. that uh, is literally off Brickell Key. I used to that work it there. has many, many buildings on it. They're all luxury high rises and offices. One of the staples there is the Mandarin Oriental, yep. which as we know, the Mandarin Oriental is a very expensive hotel. In specific, the Mandarin Oriental in Brickell Key, I don't remember the exact year, but it was open in the late eight, uh, 90s, like 98, 99. So it's, so it's still years old. a fairly young building. You know mm-hmm. they're going to knock it down? I think you told me this. They're going to knock it down. And next to it, there is the only green space that's left in Brickell Key, Mm -hmm. which I have a relative that lives in Brickell Key, so I'm very familiar with the area. And, you know, he had always told me that 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 green area, which is a little park, um, it's very well cherished because it's literally the only green area in Brickell Key. Yeah, I went for a job there. And it's adjacent to the Mandarin Oriental. Well, they're going to tear down the Mandarin Oriental, which is this, again, it's not an new old hotel, building right. that's super luxurious and, and it's super still beautiful. beautiful. It doesn't look run down. It, no, no, oh. it's a Mandarin it, it, Oriental. It, it, right. <laughs> like, it's not, no, but I'm saying, no, get to the bueno, it needs repair. Right. right. No, 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 no. If it has a Mandarin it's, Oriental it's marquee on it, gorgeous. It's, it's never going to be run down. <laughs> like, yeah. it's not a Ramada, <laughs> you know? Um, and they're going to knock down the Mandarin Oriental and they're going to build three luxury high tower uh, towers um, in that whole area, including the green space. And they're going to start at like $3 million. Because why not? And you know what? That's an example of just greed. how... Of just greed and just how over the top this is becoming. Because now you're you're sort of cannibalizing already on like... You know, th- these buildings that aren't even that old that are already for the rich, but now we're going to make it for the richer. Right. Who are not going to come and buy, by the way. Huh? Who are not going to buy those apartments, by the way. Well, somebody's buying them. No, but that's my question is, who is who's inhabiting Well, but I mean, buildings? look, I'm not, I'm not 100% sure if this is the case. But for example, do you know about Billionaire's Row in, in Manhattan? I've heard of it, yes. Okay, so Billionaire's Row in in Manhattan is near Central Park, and um, it's these series of skyscrapers. There's about four or five of them that they're very, very thin skyscrapers, Mm -hmm. and they're now among the tallest skyscrapers in New York City, in Manhattan, and... um, they call it billionaires row right. because these apartments it's not that they cost 2 or 3 million dollars <laughs> they're in the hundreds of millions of dollars what these ap- apartments cost right and i think that like 80% of them are vacant I, because people of course. people people from around the world that are ultra rich buy it as an investment because they you know sometimes it's good not to have your money liquid yeah, to have yeah, your money yeah, in real yeah, estate yeah. so they buy it as an investment so these buildings are being built and they're buying air rights of adjacent buildings oh the air and, rights yeah and they're being built and nobody's living in them like nobody they are vacant so i mean is 
I know that that's a more extreme example, but but, but, but vamos por el mismo camino. But it seems that that's like where we're going right. because where they're building now, it, it's just crazy. They're building downtown in, in downtown Miami. They're building the Waldorf Astoria residences mm -hmm. that are going to cost I don't know how many tens of millions of dollars too. It's an amazing building. It's going to be cubes. Cubes, cubes. Imagine cubes stacked on top of each other. The building is beautiful. Okay. Um, they're now proposing um, where the what is it the XVY hotel, the XYV hotel that's on Biscayne Boulevard, a little bit down. Um, they're gonna knock that down too and build a like 100 story super tower again with luxury high rises. They um, in Biscayne Boulevard as well. Where the Ross used to be, yes, that 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 building was built in the fifties. Mm -hmm. That is currently being demolished to build another super tower. So, you know, it's one of these things that, like, I I've always said, I'm not against progress. I'm not one of these people that's like, no, they can't build anything, preserve everything. There has to be a balance, of right? There has to be a balance between progress and a balance between sustainability, sustainability, preserving certain things, making sure that there's a quality and equitable you know decisions right. that are made in construction and infra infrastructure and right now we're kind of in a free-for-all you know Absolutely. like build 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 and it doesn't matter if nobody can afford it it doesn't matter if we'll nobody's gonna later. be living in it this is what we're doing you know yeah. contractors you know i forget who is who says this or who originally said that said this that in the 1980s miami used to be run by the marimbero by drug dealers yep and now in the 2000s Miami's run by developers. Developers are the ones. This sounds like a Billy Corbin thing. Developers are the ones who. They're the mafia. Yeah, who, <laughs> like, they're the ones who rule here. And, you know, there's so many buildings that are being built along the coastline that they breached the aquifer. They've uh, breached the the retaining walls. And no, nothing happens. We no, just I mean, continue. Well, the, the, the coral reefs are dying right now. But, right. you know, but I need that multi-million dollar uh, right. building. Right. So, yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't ever want to be that person. You know, and, and I'm someone, you know, I've said it here. I... I lived in one of those high luxury high rises for many years because for me that was something that was right. You wanted to do, wanted to do, and I could afford it, and you know whatever, whatever, whatever. But but yeah, but, but again, the price that you were paying is much different than the price. Right, but that but even if it's even if if it wasn't about price, what I'm what I've always said is it's a matter of balance. Mm -hmm. Right. And right now, I mean, there's people that are are being they're losing their homes because they have an apartment or they have a condo in an area that's desirable that they have paid off. That's their home. And here comes a developer saying, well, we're going to buy you out. Which is why that guy in Coral Gables is our personal hero. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, but in a building, it works out a little bit differently. No, no, no. But I'm saying. Because in a but, building, if it's the majority, no, what are you, gonna you do? get bought out. Yeah, you, um, you can't do anything about so it. So it's a little bit different than yeah, the yeah. guy in Coral Gables who just he, said, hell no, we won't, I won't go. His house is in the <laughs> middle of the new construction. It's yeah. wonderful. But it's funny you bring that up because I actually saw an article that said that between 2019 and 2022, Miami-Dade saw its first population loss in decades. How? Where? So it's saying okay. So it's saying that um, it, it, to tie back to what you were saying, um, home prices in Miami have soared fifty three percent since June of twenty twenty. The median asking rent increased twenty seven percent since twenty nineteen, and Miami has the highest share of cost burdened renters of any major metro area in the country, and that's at sixty one percent. So um, it's I'm looking for the for the number here. Of how much it decreased, but it's funny they, they were talking about all the all the factors, and they were like hours lost to traffic delays in Miami increased by fifty nine percent between twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two. 
Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it, it, it's people. People are leaving in, in droves because they can't afford it. They yep. can't afford it. And it and it talks about how some people are like going to like Tampa. They're not leaving Florida. They're just they're going to Tampa. They're going mm-hmm. to Orlando. They're going you know a, a little further up north. What what I just don't understand. Well, it's not that I don't understand. I just it will be interesting to see. Unfortunately, where this goes is that the main industry in in South Florida and in Miami is still tourism. Yep, and if you can't afford to... And where, you know, tourism, most people that work in tourism, are these are not... It's not even that they're low-paying jobs. These are not uh, high, these are not six-figure salaries. But service industry right? jobs are not the, the higher the ser- end Right, they payment, are. Uh, so income. where are these people going to live, right? right? Because little by little, people are getting priced out, and, and, and that's a problem. Yeah. That's a really big problem. And you're not going to be paying a waiter six-figure salary. No. To be able to afford to live in, in, you know, near the restaurant. I don't know. I don't know where where this is going. I don't know where it's going to end. Um, I just, I, I think, you know, if you were able to purchase a home, you're very lucky. And unfortunately, if you won't, you have your work cut out for you. But even for people that own homes, now with the insurance rates oh, yeah, and all that. yeah, it's not going to get any cuter. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, I know that my, in my house, my, my insurance. insurance was? Citizens? Well, citizens is a is state. It's state created. Um, insurance. Citizens was supposed to be an insurance of last resort. Well, when nobody we else are. would insure you. Um, citizens. Um, the number of policyholders was supposed to be a couple hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. They're now over three million. Right. So that's a really big problem. But bueno, let's lighten things up. We don't want to start. We don't want to get all. I mean, we started with somebody's passing. Now we're talking about Miami being that's unaffordable and all that. It's my birthday weekend. We yeah, can't, we can't be yeah, too, yeah. We can't so, be too dour. We can't be so too actually, dour. let me start with one of my little stories. Oh, I love your stories. My stories. Your stories. So the other day I was in 7-Eleven. Okay, so one of the reasons why I go to 7-Eleven in the mornings because the, the 7-Eleven by my house is because when I... You know, I've been trying to eat healthy in the last couple of months or whatever amount of time. But every now and then, you know, you've been doing a good job about it. Thank you. Uh, Every now and then, you know, during the week, I do like to be like, today I'm going to eat something naughty. Cheat. And the 7 Eleven by my house makes the greatest pan de bono north of Colombia. I, I love the, the qualifier. No, but I tell people, <laughs> the people that work, I'm like, listen, the pan de bono from, from 7 Eleven is insanely good like this is better than any panaderia colombiana like i don't know how you do it 7-eleven i know this from first-hand experience yes when we do pim pam pollo yes we, we always, always have to stop, stop by there, yes. have a pan de bono. there are times where it's not even along the way and you go like no no we're gonna go put gas there yes <laughs> and i don't know i mean i don't know if i've talked about it on the on the show but i've told you i think that pan de bono is colombia's gift to humanity it's true Pan de bono like makes you believe in divine divine intervention because it's like how can one little piece of bread be so delicious and it has cheese but you can't see the cheese but you could feel it and you could taste it but you can't see it's like angels yes <laughs> because like in, an in a tequeño which is Venezuela's gift to the <laughs> to, world to humanity yes. you know I love me yes. a tequeño but in a tequeño you could see the cheese yes it, right? if you, once you pull it apart right yes, yes. but in a pan de bono you can't see the cheese which no. makes it even more elusive mysterious and delicious it's at part the same of the time. essence it is pan de bono is a I mean this pan this is not brought to you by pan de bono well what like big pan like what <laughs> I mean, <laughs> brought to you by Colombia. Uh, anyway, so wait, wait. Back to my 7-Eleven story. So I was at 7-Eleven, and 
I, I've had stories from the 7-Eleven yes, before. So I think there's a new... Every time that I see that there's a, a high jackpot in the lottery, I'm like, oh, oh yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, here yeah, yeah. we go. So I was at 7-Eleven, and there was... Entraron dos viejos. And I'm like, oh, here we go. Let me see if I can beat them to the... To the no, to the you get register. behind them so you get the story. <laughs> so they got in front of me. So in front of me was this lady and then the Tobiejo. Okay. One of them had like, I'm not kidding, probably like 50 or 60 lottery tickets that needed to be scanned. Like he was checking to see if he had winners. Yes. And then the other one in the other cash register was buying rapaditos, but he was buying and rapando at the same time. I like that between them there was a balance. Yes. So one of them was saying, dame cinco rapadito, and he was rapando la... No, dame cinco del otro. Right, because you see the prize and you're like, aquí tengo uno gratis. Right. So, right, so right. that transaction was going right. on. And then in the other one, he was checking it. So it was a good seven, eight minutes. Wow. Right, that... Yes. That's I mean, a good, that, but that's a yeah, quick scratcher. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Again, that's the type of thing that like... I don't even get mad at anymore because I'm like, you know, this is so this is so Miami that I can't even explain it. And mm -hmm. I don't know what happens. Is it is it is it an age thing that once you reach a certain age, you just have to play the lottery? Because I don't get it. I don't get it. Todo esto viejo con la lotería. My grandfather used to love playing the lottery. I don't know what it is. Like with the lottery, and uh, again, <laughs> it's always lo selling un rapadito takes so much freaking time in a convenience store. It does. They should have like a rapadito counter. Sometimes they will designate one register. Like if it's a high, if it's a high, again, because when I worked at Win Dixie, I used to work the, the counter. If there's like a high jackpot, mm -hmm. they will just basically be like, okay, you're just here today for lottery. Right. Don't don't look at anybody. Don't ask any right. questions. Just do the lottery stuff. Yeah. So sometimes they'll do that, but you know, not in this case. Not apparently. in this 7-Eleven. No. But you no. had your pan de bono, so you were happy. Uh, yeah, but my pan de bono was getting cold. Oh, oh, that's right, because you have to try. Do you, right, do you right. know what I do sometimes when I see it's going to take too long? I pan. leave the pan de bono in the little thing, and I just, when I get to the register, I'm like, yeah, I'll have two of them. <laughs> and then, you know, my Red Bull, I keep it in, like, the, by the line, they have, like, where they have the fresh food, so I'll put it in there. Okay. Um, because it's like, this is going to be a while. When I saw that man come with a bag, he had a bag of lottery tickets. A bag? Well, he had, like, 60, 70 of them. Oh Do you think he had them all God. in his hand? He had a bag of lottery tickets. I'm like, it's going to be a long day. It's going to be a long wait for the line. So, listeners, do you have any... Uh <laughs> you know what's even you know it's even more annoying in that, in that uh, sense? To, to our listeners in Texas and the South, does this happen at Bucky's? <laughs> <laughs> Probably they're while they're getting the what is it the, the, the cheese? Uh... Oh my god, I need to go to Bucky's. What is it? It's cheese curds? No, uh, uh, it's everything. No, but what's the the thing? The... They're barbecue. Uh -huh, that. They're brisket. Yeah. Okay. You know the thing about Bucky's? I grew up going to Bucky's and I didn't even realize it. Oh, that's right, because you had family in Texas. I had family in Texas. So we would always go to, you know, we went to Texas. So we would stop at Bucky's. That was but your I right? Uh, my dad's aunt and uncles. Um, it, but we wouldn't, we, I mean, we would stop at Bucky's, but like I didn't know it was the Bucky's. Well, I mean, also, as we discussed last week, you were still, you were all in training. We were all in training. You were still in training. No, you know, I. <laughs> and Bucky's wasn't like a thing. Right. This was all the way through the 90s because I was in high school, like yeah. when, by the time we stopped going there. Um, but I didn't know it was the Bucky's. Right. Right, but now I haven't been to Bucky's since the '90s. It's like I need to go to Bucky's. Did you see the biggest one that opened up? Nowhere in Texas. Oh, it's like the size of a football field. They have some in Northern Florida. Bucky's, yeah. Where in I Northern live? Florida, where? 
northern Florida, like, like the Panhandle. Yeah, no, no, like like when I'm driving out to go to North Carolina, they have it that east. Because I would like, think like Gainesville. Maybe, oh, well, I haven't been to a Bucky's in 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 years, and I need to go to Bucky's. I want to get the T-shirt, and I want to um a, have the brisket. I want to have it all. You. <laughs> I want to have it. I want to go. I want to go Christmas shopping at Bucky's. Actually, I was gonna say now I know what to get you for Christmas. I'm just gonna Everybody, get you a Bucky's t-shirt. You, you get a Bucky's memorabilia, <laughs> and you get Bucky's, and you get Bucky's. So, to our listeners who are from Texas, especially, and I know we have a couple, or we from do. the South, you know, show us some Bucky's love. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Send us. We'll give you an address. Yeah. <laughs> I got no shame. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're filling up at Bucky's, you know, in the near future, tag us, tag us, tag us, tag yes, us. Yes. Please go to Bucky's and tag us. Yes, so. yes, I think that's a, that's a good compromise. So here we are, but let me tell you, a Miami podcast talking talk about, about Bucky's in why, Texas. Well, but why not? We talk about Bucky's in Texas. We talk about Portos in LA. We yeah. talk about you know everything. Yeah. On that note, when is it that you and I are officially just going to open up a fortune telling? Um, I don't know, service. but we should because the thing about the podcast is that this is recorded. So right, there's evidence. There's evidence. So yeah. it's not like oh well, we said this. We said this was right. going to happen, and then you know we have no evidence. Like we have a lot of shows where we said, can you imagine if this, this, and this, and then that, that, and that happens. And on that note, mm-hmm. this week. <laughs> in this week's pero let me tell you fortune telling <laughs> corner useless fortune telling because yeah. we can't even do it for the lottery yeah Ms. Cardi B mm-hmm. had a drink thrown at her and just as we predicted mm-hmm. she wasn't having it I told you what was it two weeks ago yeah I my words were like pa que nadie eso, pa que nadie saw Cardi B and Cardi B did not disappoint at all did she not. didn't miss a beat she didn't. She did not. She miss did not beat. disappoint. That's you know we love her. I mean we we love Cardi B. You know she's she, she's a fellow Islander. <laughs> this is true. I, I mean a I from the Caribbean and New York from the Caribbean <laughs> she, and beyond she's from two islands. Right, but but it's like you don't mess with Cardi B. No, and okay. So for those of you who may not know, and and how could you not? Cardi B was having a concert. Somebody threw a drink at her, and I swear the drop had not even hit her. It hadn't even finished hitting her, and she just chucked that microphone directly mm-hmm. at the person. Like, great aim. That's our girl. And all I could think of was, in what world did this person think it was going to end any yeah. differently? This isn't BB Rexa, <laughs> right? Th- right, exactly. This is not you know BB Rexa or Miranda Lambert calling you out like for taking a selfie, yeah. right? No, this is Cardi B. She was a stripper. She's had to deal with worse than you and your drink. She's from the Bronx. She knows how to handle herself. Yeah. Like, what What was the outcome you thought was going to yeah. happen? Yeah. Because honestly, the microphone was the best outcome. Yeah. I would not have been surprised if she would have launched herself into the crowd and started no. punching and, quita, and slapping. Se quita her red bottom, si se lo tira. But I'm saying, I wouldn't have been surprised if she had just gone in there and started tirando piñazo. These are red bottoms. These are blood mm-hmm. shoes. I Actually, I think she was singing Bodak Yellow when they threw oh, really? the water at her, <laughs> which is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, we said it here when we were talking about BB Rexa or all the people who have had yeah. stuff thrown on them Styles recently. Just got you know, there. we said it. We're like, Paquesta no, so that's not Cardi B. Bueno, mm-hmm. they did it to Cardi B, but Cardi B. Yeah. So I feel yeah. we need to apologize to Cardi. Yeah. Because we we did say. Yeah, we put it in we, we put it into the world. So apologies, <laughs> Cardi. We didn't mean for it to actually happen. You know who I could see also kicking ass is Pink. 
Yeah. Pink will be like, let me get off of my harness while I fly, <laughs> and I'm going to fucking kick your ass. Like The thing is that we think it would take a little while. Oh, no, but she's getting... She, she'd she, have to get lowered. Right. Oh, no, no, but she's coming for you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. just have more time to get away. <laughs> right, right. But she's coming for you. And we know who the great-grandmother of all of that would be. Who? Bjork. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> the Bjork infamously you know 20 some years ago when she was you know what i think is so great about the bjork story for those of you who don't remember you know this happened i think in the late 90s probably bjork was coming she was in an airport yeah. i think she was pulling a carrot uh she was she was a, a, a baggage mm-hmm. a luggage cart and a reporter just very casually comes up to her and asks her a, a question she didn't even get that much in her face no, no, right no. and bjork beats the shit out of her <laughs> so if you thought it was a bad idea to throw something at Cardi, don't do it to me. No, it was funny when we were talking about like how celebrities would handle that. I said, Madonna would be like, why are you throwing a microphone at me? Like, this is, you know, we want peace and love. And, yeah. and then I could see Madonna, like, if the person gives her a hard time, be like, bitch, I'm from Detroit. Like, and then get down. Yeah. If somebody throws something at Beyonce, that person will disappear off the face of the earth and never be heard of again. Right. And Beyonce doesn't even have to lift a finger to do no, it. No, 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 no. They no, will no. Just it'll, just, it'll just happen. Yeah, they will just, just disappear. Happen. Right, they, right. We will never hear from them at again. All. Ever. Um, you have a higher chance of being found in the witness protection <laughs> program than if you throw something at Beyonce. <laughs> That's great. Am I saying you're a not lie? wrong? Am you're I not wrong. wrong. No. <laughs> and then, and then, no. With Beyonce, not only will the person disappear, but anybody who recorded it, all footage will be destroyed oh, forever. No trace evidence. <laughs> there is no evidence that there's that no happened. trace evidence that happened because you know why, guys? No body, no crime. <laughs> right. <laughs> so they'll be like, "Give us your phones," and people will be like, "Okay." Yeah, there'll be no fight. All those same people who were bitching and moaning when Madonna made them lock it up yeah. would hand it over willingly to Beyonce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who else do you think will be fun? I don't know. We'll have a great fun? story. Who'll be fun? Well, I think it'll be interesting, like Ozzy Osbourne, because he wouldn't even know what's happening anyway. Mm-hmm. So, you know who I think back in the day would have probably punched the shit out of them was Colin Farrell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> back in the early yeah, 2000s. Oh, Limp Biscuit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Fred Durst told you to set Woodstock on fire. Yeah. <laughs> and if I ain't going right, I'm going to break your fucking face you tonight. Know, you know. Give me some to break. Wh- where, where are the days of just throwing your panties on stage? <laughs> no. It's it's terrible. Like, why do we have to escalate? This, see, that cosa seeing, this is going to end up with people not being able to take their phones to the concert. Yeah. 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 That's how it's going to end up. And then, you know, you're going to ruin it for everybody, you stupid people. But the people. thing is that it's not just phones that they're throwing. Because this was a drink. Yeah. You can't drink. You can't take your phone. I mean, it's like an Adam Ant song. Don't drink, don't smoke. What do you do? You can't take a hat. You can't take a hat. los zapatos because you could throw a shoe. Oh, yeah. They threw a shoe at George Bush. So, so, so anything is possible, right? Every concert is Lilith Fair now? Oh. No, that wouldn't happen in Lilith Fair. No, no, no. I mean, you have to take off your shoes. Oh, you have no. to put away. It's all like crunchy granola. No, that wouldn't happen. Lesbians are peaceful people. You say that. No, no. They're, they're you not... say that, but I will tell you, in P-Town. Yeah, but no. In, no let me finish this. In P-Town, the residents will tell you that during lesbian week, there are I more know. fights there than are, during, there are. during like Yeah, but you're talking Bear about week like, and all that. You're I mean, talking about like, you know, Lilith Fair. That's true. That's true. It's a bunch of librarians. Right. How many How many fights did you hear? What controversy came out of Lilith Fair? <laughs> well, maybe one 
lady sold the same charm bracelets in her Etsy shop that somebody else sold right, in theirs. Right. <laughs> you know, and a lot of turquoise. A lot of turquoise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lots of flowers. And a crowns. lot of Toyota Priuses in the parking <laughs> lot. So, so many chargers in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I I don't know. A so funny story that I don't know. I just I thought this was worth mentioning okay. because it was just so ridiculous and so funny. Did you hear about um the 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 uh, bear in China? The bear in China? Yeah. No. So in China, there is a, there, there's a zoo in China okay. with like a whole exhibit and a whole preserve that's supposed to be for like a black bear, and there's this bear that it clearly looks like it's a person in a bear costume and the pictures like people started recording this and the china says no 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 that's really a bear (laughs) the bear was standing on two feet (laughs) they do that but not all the time look it up look at look it up on your phone black bear put put bear bear in chinese zoo um and what I think is crazy is that, like, I think the Chinese government responded about this. Well, of course they did because they're never wrong about anything. And I'm like, okay. Bear in s- China fake. Yeah. I'm like, okay. You say it's a real bear. Este es el oso más raquítico que yo he visto en mi vida. If it's a real bear. is going to be Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> and China's going to say, like, no, it's a real bear. No. Hold on. Listeners, I'm literally watching this now. This looks... Okay. I think it is a real bear. I mean, but I can see why people think it's no, not. No, I think it looks like a, a person. Okay, listeners, go to Google go and to Google, Google yeah, bear yeah. in Chinese, bear China Zoo or whatever. Fake bear in China Zoo. And, and you may, you decide. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it, I can see how, it, how it's considered fake, but then when it sits down, I'm kind of like, okay, maybe it's a real bear. I don't know. No, that part looks fake. Never mind. A bear wouldn't stand like that. That is true too. I mean, that is also true. It's yeah, no, this wait, no. <laughs> I've never had so many conflicting opinions look it up, look it up, in listeners. one second. Look it up when you get home when you get home or to work, not driving. Yeah, um, yeah don't do what you're driving. Eh, pero yeah, I think it's crazy. I think it's great. <laughs> I think it's great. But, you know, this is also, you know, the country that during COVID was like, you know, yeah, no, we, we figured it out. We're all cured. There's all done. There's, there's like a billion people there. There's but it's no, like, no, everybody's fine. There's nothing wrong. Everybody's fine. We have yeah. under control. They're similar to Beyonce's handle. Right, handlers. Exactly. Nothing, exactly. Happened nothing happened here. <laughs> Maybe Beyonce has the Chinese government. As her, Actually, you know what? As I, the thing about Beyonce is not an exaggeration because I remember when Beyonce was on the, was it the I Am tour? Um, yes, it was the I Am Tour. So this would have been 2009. So this was like when YouTube was becoming YouTube and okay. viral moments right, right, were right, right, becoming right. viral moments. There was a footage of her um, that leaked uh, in concert that she was going down a flight of stairs and she fell. Okay. And I don't know if it was Matthew Knoll. I don't know. But her people made YouTube take it down. And they did. So it's like, wow. <laughs> that's one more reason why I just don't care for this individual. But that's okay. well. But you know what? That's you know, that's not necessarily her. That could no. also be her her manager. No, but that to me is like this. It's like must preserve the facade of perfection at all costs. Like, right. like get over yourself. Right. You already don't give interviews. Stop hating on Beyonce as we. St- 
we said at the beginning of the show. You're not gonna you're not gonna win that fight. But I'm not trying to have a fight to win. Yeah, I mean, I'm just not, stating my opinion. You're not gonna win that argument. I'm just stating my opinion that she's boring. I would just like to tell that the the <laughs> opinions expressed by Ish are not the opinions of Pero Let Me Tell You or DJ. Um, he proceeds at his own caution. That is an assumption of the risk. I I think she's talented, but I think personally, like she doesn't. I've never seen an interview of hers where I found her interesting. Okay, we're gonna have to move on from this because you know I'm we, just saying. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, what do you have for me? So I wanted to bring something up that it, it it's it's one of those things where like. I was at the gym and I was watching. You know, they have the come on. The you don't TVs. like upgrade you by Beyonce. Bonna let me upgrade you on a mountain. Notice that I've Switch never, I've never said I don't like her music. Upgrade you. I never said I don't like her music. I just think Bonna she's dull. Upgrade but I could do for you what Martin did for the people. Listen, she's litigious, so they they made Kelly Rowland stop singing Destiny's Child songs, so she will come back. They she did, yes. At one point, Kelly Rowland was doing like a a, a solo tour, and she would sing, you know, the, the Destiny's Child songs, and they were like, they sent her a cease and desist. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> Kelly Rowland said it. Mm. That's strange because I believe that the writing credits of Destiny's is, is all Child of them. Is, is all of them. Yeah. But I'm just telling you what she there said. There must be some technicality there. I'm sure. All What I mean to say by that is that they will ask us for royalty rights if you sing too much of the song. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be like, <laughs> got me a little crazy in love, got me... Exactly. That's it. <laughs> Don't go any further. Just say the name of the song and move on. All the single ladies. All the. All the. All the no, that's it. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> e- don't even do the hand movement. Because my body's so boot. <laughs> you gotta be like right on the second. Baby boy, you've been. That's it. That's it. That's all we can afford. That's all we can afford, listeners. Happy birthday. No, and we can't even afford that. Happy birthday to Smurfette. La 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 la. <laughs> do you know what that reminds me of? One of my favorite commercials in like the last 10 years. Do you remember? Oh my God, this is so stupid. Do you remember the commercial a few years back of Chips Ahoy that they were celebrating the cookie's birthday? Yes. And the cookie had a birthday hat and everything. And the cookie goes, where's the cake? And everybody and looked people at were like, there's no cake. Do you remember the yes. cookie's face? <laughs> Why does that make me laugh so much? Because you enjoy cookie cannibalism. <laughs> That doesn't seem like something that I would be so into. And that would make you laugh like this. Where's the cake? (laughs) There's no cake. (laughs) 
Hi, listeners. Hi. And this is how you know we're diverse because you wouldn't expect it from Darian, but here he is. Yeah, here I am. I am meal. But no, so I was going You would expect me to be into some life life insurance commercial. <laughs> you know that Mutual of Omaha commercial is like really good. Tugs at the old heartstrings. <laughs> okay, okay, go with your topic. Go oh, with no. your topic. No, no, no. So I was just gonna say I was at the gym today and you know they have the TV screens and so one of them had Univision on. Mm-hmm. And da la casualidad que I was there at the gym at the time that uh that Trump was was being I don't know if he's being indicted, he had said not guilty, whatever. That's not the crux of my story. Mm-hmm. What proceeded to happen was they had a split screen mm-hmm. of people at a desk, the Univision anchors at a desk, mm-hmm. and literally video of their on-the-ground reporters just in a car racing along with all the other cars and reporters in front of them to the airfield where he was getting up. And literally the only thing – now, granted, I couldn't hear what was going on because I was at the gym, so it was far away. But the only thing that they were filming was literally just the cars in front of them. Look at all this traffic. Look at all the cars. And all I could think of was... A motorcade. Look, look at the, the motorcade. motorcade. Look at the motorcade. Look at all the motorcade. And all I could think of was, okay, there's only so much that can that, that the anchors can say because it's he literally showed up to give a guilty, not guilty plea and then left, right? So there's not like... And I believe that... It, I didn't watch it, hmm. but if it's the same as this other indictment, the cameras are not allowed in the courtroom. Right. But what I mean is it was just a very... You know, it was a one and done, right? Whatever. They proceeded to just keep the camera on the entire drive. And then when they got there, the reporters, you could see them right, like literally scrambling out of the car, along with all the other reporters scrambling to his car to, you know, to get a to, to, to get a soundbiter, blah, 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 whatever. And all I could think of was this is what we've come to mm-hmm. that we do not we do not interrupt when all we literally have is footage of the car and the license plate in front mm-hmm. of you. Yeah. And that is now a story. Because they very easily could have just been like, you know what? Again, this is also a, a, a gentleman who has never shied away from giving a statement. So right. you know he was going to say something. Right. Y'all could have just been like, we're going to come back to you once yes. our reporters are in the airfield and blah, 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 blah. But the fact is, Univision was probably doing it because, well, Univision was doing it because Telemundo was doing it. And Telemundo was doing it because they're also co-owned by NBC. So NBC was doing it also because ABC was doing it. And ABC was doing it because CBS and was on, doing and it. On, and, on, and, on, and because CNN, and they didn't want, I mean, when CNN is like, well, what if, you know, some online source. So it's just this like, snake eating itself mm-hmm. and i was like i can't believe that i'm literally watching footage of a car yeah following a car yeah as if though that was the like like if it was the oj well, car chase you are talking to the person who i used i told you i've actually i've talked about it about about it on the show i was consuming a i think dangerously amount of, you were. of news i had cnn on at one point like all the time like yeah. all the time um and i have to say that i really cut back and now i actually do not i barely watch the news um i obviously you know the indictment is a big deal I go once it's done. I go and I read about it. Right, maybe for ten minutes. Just and to get the, the bullet points. I'm done. Right, right. I'm done because I, I feel that following news at this point is such a slippery slope. As far as the indictment of Trump, um, look, and for at, me, it's not even about that. Like, at, that's, at not, that's not what the conversation time, was about, really. Right, but, but at this point in time, there's no minds that are being changed. Right, right. There's nobody who's watching this news coverage and being like, you know. 
Maybe I'm, I was I'm wrong. Changing, right. Maybe I was wrong. Right. In whatever direction. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe I was wrong. Right. Maybe I, I'm going to change my mind. So at this point in time, you know, people, pe- the, the, he, anything having to do with him is very, very tribal. Right. It always has been. And now even more so than ever. So this excessive news coverage is just, in my point, futile. Uh, futile. Like, like it, it, it doesn't serve a purpose. Other People's mind is other than ratings and other than being, you know, a sensational yeah. media circus. circus. Obviously, the the indictment of a former president is a big deal, and it's something that's newsworthy, and it's something that should be, but covered. It should be covered. Covered, but that's it. Covered that's it. to that's the degree it. of and, and what happens. Something not- that I've never understood with the whole Trump of it all is and and, and I'm I'm trying to talk about this in a very unbiased way. Well, because um, we're not we're, we're talking about the news coverage. What I've never understood about the whole Trump of it all is that people say, "Well, but he loves the media and the media built him." And then the media is the one who was like, "Well, but you know, he's a threat to democracy and he's a threat to the media." Well, I think that the media can decide if they want to cover him as much as they do. And, you know, after he won the election in 2016, you know, so many in the media themselves were like, we are a part to blame for this. And we right. were the ones who set this emotion all, you know, he got all this coverage over and over again. Well, you're doing it again. Right. Nobody stopped. Like you're doing it again. You, uh, um, just because you say you're sorry, you got to so show me. So I just, I, I've really stayed above the fray mm-hmm. in the last couple of years. I watch what I need to watch. And I move move on. Like what you're talking about, I didn't see that. I'm not going to see oh, it. And I saw it because I was at the gym. And, I'm not going to see it. And Univision at that time is playing Gold de la Flaca. So it clearly, you know, yeah. normally is not that. Right. Um, so I just, my news consumption, again, I'm not uninformed because you have to be informed this day and age. I still get my news from very good sources. I read my news. I'm in and out in 10, 15 minutes tops, and I'm done. Maybe yeah. before I go to bed, I'll check my news. I I love something I actually do do. Um, on um, There's an app on the Fire Stick TV for mm-hmm. Sky News, okay. which is a British. It's like mm-hmm. the BBC. Yeah. Um, they have an app where they'll give you like the top news stories around the world. And it's kind of interesting to see because it's like they show you what's going around and around the world. Um, And I'll do that sometimes at night for maybe a few minutes. And that's it. So I I like to think of myself that I'm informed. I know what's going on. But I really, really stopped that kind of news uh, saturation (laughs) that I had for so long that I was constantly watching the news. Because you know what? Nothing good is going to come out of that. You already know what's going on, and it's just the same thing over and over and over again. And um, you got to break that cycle. Absolutely, you got you got to break that cycle. Um, and that's not to say that there's still not very good, credible um, news uh, organizations. Uh, and that's not to say we that many journalists on our show, great journalists, who, who yeah, that fantastic. are great, that yeah. that I enjoy their work. But that whole thing of just being on and watching the entire time. Yeah, I needed to cut that that cycle because I was it's getting not bad. Healthy. Yeah, and and you know the whole thing. Look, the I I know it's different because it's a politician. You're talking about the state of our country and democracy and the elections. But the whole thing with Trump is sort of like, you know to do something that's a more recent-ish. It was kind of like, you know, the early 2000s when the paparazzi was obsessed with, like, Lindsay Lohan and, and, Paris, and Hilton Paris Hilton and Britney, and Britney Spears yeah. and all that, that they would hunt them and chase them. That is a great analogy. And and even if it was just them doing nothing, just, like, walking down the street, it was, like, constant paparazzi, aye, 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 aye. It's something sort of similar. 
It's something sort of similar. Just put credible sources. Yeah. No no matter what he says or does, like the media's like on him. Yeah. You know, so and and the media enjoys that. He enjoys that. Right. That's the thing. His it's, fans it's, enjoy it's that. So, you know, it's it's a very it's a vicious circle. Yeah, cycle. It's, it's, it's symbiotic. It's it's funny you said you know the, the reading because I always prefer to read, even if I go online and it's got like a video. Mm-hmm. Thing, I won't watch the the, the video package. Mm-hmm. I will read it because yeah. I don't want the tone of somebody's voice or the inflection yeah. to color my my intake of information. Right. I'd rather just read it in my own voice mm-hmm. and pull from it what I want. I read it and I usually do two or three sources. Um, you know, like in the last couple of months, whenever there's been a Supreme Court case, I actually read the case, but then again, I but love reading Supreme Court cases. Which is why um, we were surprised about your love of the Chips Ahoy commercial. <laughs> uh, where's the game? <laughs> you know what I miss? I miss the Geico commercials. The, the, the little Geico? No, the one with like, uh, that's not how this works. That's not how any oh, of this I works. I love those old ladies. And you know they never brought that back. No. Because Geico always has um, two campaigns running in tandem. They've always got like the Gecko and then they'll do some some other like. They used to have, different I thing. always feel like somebody's yes. watching me with the money looking at them. Oh. Did you save with Geico? Apparently not because I switched. To Progressive? Who am I with now? I'm, I'm with insurance. Oh, que técnico. <laughs> oh, my God. I did um, a couple of months ago or some time ago, I did the whole um, thing with Progressive the, where the checker. the, the Yes, a tracker. Uh-huh. And un- aside from the fact that I'm like, these people know where I'm at at all times. <laughs> I was like, era una mierda. Because you know what? No, First no, no, no. of all, I got an A minus and my, my, um, my insurance did not change at all. Really? No. And I had an A minus. And the thing is that if you have it on the app, it'll tell you you're breaking too hard. You're oh, yes. Okay. So I was like I was like, no, my score is gonna go down. Can you imagine the score of our friend? Of a friend of ours? No, <laughs> she would get an F and go to remedial and be sent to jail directly to jail and she won't collect two hundred dollars. Progressive would call her and be like, Listen, not only are we in not insuring you, we're purporting you to like the uh, local authorities. We've reached out to all the other insurance but companies. Me, <laughs> <laughs> like, ma'am, you have to pay triple. Yeah. Like, you know what? So let me ask you something. Like, those type of things, like the progressive tracking app, mm-hmm. you know, to see how well you're driving, right. um, even stuff on your phone, right. even when you do 23andMe and, like, all those uh, DNA right, and, right, right. and genealogy um, things, do you ever stop to think, freak out about that? Like, I've heard of people or I've talked to people that will not do a 23andMe or, like, one of those. My father. Because he says, I don't want them having my DNA. My father. Yeah? My father says that. Yeah. Like, I, I'll never forget when it first came out. Because the thing is that my father loves to talk about, like, you know, to, to share, like, stories about family. He's right. he's all about, like, family history and things like that, right? So when it first came out, my instinct, because I never know what the hell to get him for his birthday or Christmas, right. was like, oh, this might be something interesting. And then I stopped myself because I've met my father. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, no. And then later on, I told him, like, I almost got you this, but I didn't. Because he's like, yeah, no, no, no. Because then they have your DNA. And I don't know what they're going to do with it and what they're going to use yeah. it for. And I'm like, I love you, but you realize you're not that important, right? That they're, like, just keeping your DNA somewhere in a vault to, like, use it on a, in a murder you, case. <laughs> oh, yeah. Listen, we live in the time of 
AI. Fakes, AI. <laughs> so, you know. This is true. You never know. You never know. I've never Maybe done... with your dad's DNA, they'll run a parallel, you know, like life with him. Oh, that could be interesting. You don't know. Maybe he was a Rockefeller. Or... Okay, I'd be pissed. Or an Aster. I'd be pissed if that was the case and we have none of the Rockefeller or Aster money. <laughs> <laughs> All right? Because I could have rocked some Vanderbilt jeans. Yeah. <laughs> you would be related to. Um... To the. No, those are, is that, that's not the Rockefellers. That's no, the, the Vanderbilt. The Vanderbilt is, is um, Biltmore. Uh-huh. Yeah, the Biltmore Estate in uh-huh. North Carolina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you and would Anderson be Anderson Cooper. Cooper. So then your best friend would be <laughs> Andy Cohen. Um, yeah, a lot of people won't do that for that reason. Yeah. You know what, though? I, I, I have to tell you, I'm not into conspiracy theories. <laughs> I'm not into like, oh, they're going to get my information. I've always thought of like, what are you going to get? Like, what are you, <laughs> Student debt. What are you going to get? You want my student loans? <laughs> get them. I mean, you can have them, baby. You can have them. In fact, I will give you my username and password. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I've always been that type. That I'm like, what are you going to get? What do you got? Yeah, that, that's my thing. Is like I don't have anything. I mean, so, like, look, what do you... look. I even my pictures, like I manually back them up. Like I put them on a hard drive on right, top right. of my like nine cloud services that I have. Mm-hmm. So even that, I'm like, hey, why bought my pictures? I have them on a hard drive. That's like true. you know, and what are you gonna do with my pictures? Like really? Oh look, me eating like chicken carbonara at the Cheesecake Factory. Like enjoy. wow, enjoy, enjoy. <laughs> you know what? Your family. Yeah, <laughs> and you know what? And <clears throat> I think also that nowadays, for better or for worse, that people are becoming more open online insofar as mm-hmm. like sharing yeah. nude pictures or compromising pictures, whatever you want to call it. I think that the only good thing I see to that is that that's sort of losing its power insofar as using it against someone. It, it, the taboo is 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 diminishing. It's like, yeah, you see naked pictures of me. Yeah. So, like, there's naked pictures of half the population out there. I mean, yeah, right. Point. Actually, like, you're, okay. you're the weirdo who's not. Yeah, it's like, okay, you know. <laughs> How dare you be clothed? <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, unless you're doing something really like taboo or... Uh, yes, but that's, yeah. but that's beyond just a news. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Um, that's another story. But, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, wow, they... they Caught you, you know, they got a dick pic of you. Oh, well. okay. I hope the lighting is good. <laughs> the angles. Yeah. It's all, mean, it's all about the angles. Um, so I think that that's losing its power because now people are so open about that that it's like, yeah. whatever. Yeah. You know, send me to the credit bureau. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, all right, what are you going to do? Listen, the only thing I can totally disprove, like I've said before on here, is if somebody ever, you know, accuses me of money laundering. Oh, because you're not sure how to do it? I don't know how that works. You can show up and be like, I'm accusing you of murder. I'll be like, maybe I did. You know, vehicular manslaughter. Oh, no, I didn't stop. Like, but if you come to my door and you're like, no, you've been charged with money laundering, I'll be like, you clearly have the wrong person. (laughs) I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to do that. (laughs) And if I did, I guarantee you it was purely by accident. (laughs) (laughs) Purely by accident. Like, I just must have hit the, checked the wrong box or something. Clearly. Because you didn't have an intent to launder money. Oh. I don't even do my own laundry. Well, laundering money is uh, fr- it is fraud, and fraud must be pled with particularity. So you would need to have demonstrable evidence and facts that show that you intended to defraud. Defraud. You were the intent. I'm not even sure what you just said, much less <laughs> how to money launder. Uh, I remember some years ago. Um, <laughs> some years ago. Uh, Somebody I know worked at a place where, like, the head of the of of that was caught in one of like the largest money laundering <laughs> operations ever, and 
it's they were like Oh, but he was so nice. And I'm like, well, nice people under yeah, money. Yeah, exactly, like, yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer's not in there, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ted Bundy was nice to his victims yeah. before he killed them. Like, this person, yeah. like, left the country. Like, they could, they went to a country where they weren't going to be extradited. Yeah, it was, like, that big. That level. That, that, that level, yeah. Oh, jeez Louise. Yeah. You know, your biceps would be a pendejo. <laughs> Yeah, and that's another thing. Even if I knew how to do it, like I'm not gonna get caught. I don't no, want to no, get caught. No, 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 like no, anything no. with the feds, I no, 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 no. Number one, no, no. You, you don't do I it. won't do well in jail. I no, no. But that's why, like, when I see all like the people here in, in like Miami doing Medicare fraud, I'm like, people. Like, aside from the fact that it's illegal, like yeah. this isn't a fine. Okay, this is the Fed, right? Like, this right. is no joke. They're not gonna fine you five hundred dollars, right? Right. And, and especially those type of investigations, like they let you go on they oh, really do they let you hang yourself they, oh, oh absolutely yes. oh, they're yes. not gonna come at you because no. you know for a thousand dollars no 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 no, 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 no they, no. they they let they give you the shovel exactly <laughs> and they go dig dig and here's a rope to hang around your neck while dig. you do so just dig go. baby dig just go. <laughs> go and drill baby drill and then before you know it <laughs> People with FBI sweatshirts are knocking on knocking on your door. They're banging on your door, um, and I and I and I like see or hear people. Um, well, not that I hear people because I'm not like I'm not. People aren't coming to be like. Tu sabes que fulano. No, no, no. But, but in the news. But, but, in, the but news. in the news. But but then you know I also see some suspicious activity from certain that you're like hmm. that I'm like. Oh, I hope you people are not doing what I think yeah. you're doing because it's not going to end well, and it never, it ends, never well. ends well. Because you know what happens with all these people that commit fraud? They go too big. They do because the what happens? They go, they get away with it once, and they're like, "Okay, we just made some quick money. Let's do it again." And but now it's got to it be. But now it's got to be twice as big. And they do it again. And three times. Do as it big. again. And four gotta times. Do as big. it again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get myself connected. They're not going to sue us. Sing the whole song. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, they keep doing it. And um, and yeah, it, it's it's uh, then they get caught and you know things don't go well. You no. also then go wrong. No, no, no. I, I, I'm right with you. <laughs> Orrod, so. I'm with you. Oh yeah, uh, something I, I I wanted to mention mm-hmm. um, because we, you know we I know we started the show with a loss, but another loss I wanted to talk about was Pee Wee Herman. Oh yes, that's right. I totally I knew it happened, but I forgot that it was this week. You know, I have to tell you that I. I can't say that I followed Pee Wee Herman in my later years, but Pee Wee's Playhouse was such a big part of our childhood, mm-hmm. and I feel everybody was in it. Oh yeah! To this day, every Christmas I watch the Pee Wee Christmas special. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that special is phenomenal. The King of Cartoons, the Mira. In that special, you have Frankie and Annette, you have Chato, you have Grace Jones, you have Joan Rivers, Whoopi Goldberg. And Dad, that's when Grace Jones comes C- in the box. the box and she sings "Little Drummer Boy." And the, do you know where the box was originally going? Where? To the White House. <laughs> Ronald Reagan was going to get that box? Because <laughs> that's who it would have been for, right? <laughs> Reagan or, first, or Bush the first? One no, of, no, 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 no. That would have been Reagan. It, it had to be one of the two. It's, it's, it's not Clinton. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. It would have been a Republican for sure. Right. Right. Oh, no. Nancy would have been like, get that woman out of our house, Ronald. Maybe she would have liked her ensemble. No, 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 no. Actually, you know what? Nancy lived on the edge. Well, they were Hollywood folk, right? Maybe Nancy would be like, "Oh, Grace, <laughs> I love that gold breastplate you're wearing." Yes, yes. But Pee Wee's Playhouse was such a big yeah. deal. I remember Penny. Oh, the Penny cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and um, Lawrence Fishburne was, was Cowboy Curtis. Yes, I loved I loved the cherry, cherry the chair, cherry the chair, yeah. and I loved the genie, Jombie. Uh, yes, Jombie. Yes, yep. but I loved it. I I mean everybody did. It was just such a crazy ass show, and but yet it was it was like it was a contained chaos for half an hour. Come in and pull up a chair. It's cherry. <laughs> Oh, the funny thing with him, well, wacky, he was 70. He's, he's one of those people, though, that because of the character of Pee Wee, he didn't age. I never thought of him as older. He's like RuPaul. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like RuPaul, Avira, Pee Wee. Like, these are ageless characters. RuPaul the man ages. RuPaul the drag queen does not. No. <laughs> 70 years old. Yeah. Like, and yet I was like, oh, but he was so, wait, he was 70? It was, it just did a total mind fuck on me because I was like, Oh yeah, he yeah. was a human being. He yeah. wasn't perpetually like you know, twenty or whatever the age right. Pee Wee was supposed to be. How old was Pee Wee Herman? So I think Pee Wee Herman was supposed to be a kid, or, or young adult. Right. So I'm thinking maybe nineteen at most. Right. I don't know. I don't know what the character was supposed to be age range wise. Mm. I do think it's great that he was really good friends with Elvira. It makes sense. Well, they both came up in the Groundlings. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. I remember when they sort of changed the set to Pee Wee's Playhouse. Remember the the clock that was the United States? Uh-huh. I remember the first season that was in there. What was it? Like a little shelf. I don't remember that. ¿Cómo se llamaba the, the B-52 looking lady? Miss Yvonne. <laughs> Miss Yvonne. Actually, I heard, I heard an interview with her a couple of years ago on a, on a the podcast. The B-52 looking lady. <laughs> <laughs> the B-52 should have just lived inside Pee-Wee's Playhouse. I think they may have. <laughs> I think they may have been that little puppet band. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Roll if you want to. You know what? Maybe the oh. Love Shack is next to Pee-Wee's Playhouse. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's, Or it's on the way to Pee-Wee's Playhouse. It's definitely in the same neighborhood. Yeah. 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 The Love Shack. And it's around the same time. It is, yeah. Because uh, I think... I think that album came out in like 88, 89. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Tin Roof! Rusted. I didn't know that's what they said until. And who's in that video? RuPaul. RuPaul to bring it full circle. Come and tell about Miss Yvonne? Miss Yvonne. Okay. Miss Yvonne. I don't know her real name. Yeah, Miss Yvonne, I'm sure, would probably, I don't know, be a judge at. On Drag Race? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Miss Yvonne would. I don't think the actress would. Right, right. Miss okay. Yvonne. Yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> I didn't say, you know, Rachel, you know, <laughs> Williams as Miss Yvonne. <laughs> I could totally see that being her name, by the way. Rachel Williams. <laughs> she seems like somebody who's a Rachel yeah. Williams when she takes off the bouffant. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that show was crazy. Show I think was, that was sort of the point. What was, was what was that that thing that talked that was made out of wood? The floor? The floor. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> What was the name of the floor? Flory? I'm going to go with yes, because I feel like a lot of things in Pee-wee's Playhouse were just named whatever they are with a Y at the end. Yeah. That door, you could tell that the door, door, the door was probably, uh, it was, that door has something to do with the Max. I think that maybe when they were trying, they were trying like different concepts with the Max, the Max. Uh-huh. <laughs> So, I'm, I'm, so I'd say by the bell. So wait, are we are we saying that? Well, then we're building the sets. Now they were like, okay, let's see what works, what doesn't work. You know, 
I don't know which one came first. If they were designing Pee Wee first, the Playhouse, and then the Max, or probably. vice versa. That probably, that probably, yeah, because Pee Wee was a stage show, so maybe they had the design from the stage show before. Right. So, but yeah, that's that's there is a, a Max connection there. So what you're saying is that. Sometimes Pee Wee would go down the street to the Love Shack and pick up the B-52s and go eat at the Max. Absolutely. Okay. Got Absolutely. It. Got it. Right. But Pee Wee probably didn't go for Bayside. He went for Valley. He did go for Valley. <laughs> and I could see him having fish sticks. So that's what it saved by the bell going to the bed. He had a leon de Valley. That's what, because he was pretending he was Screech. <laughs> Do you remember the, the cheer from, from them? Of, from, from Valley? From, from Bayside. Uh, I it's on the tip of my tongue. Listeners, go Bayside. I mean, there's not a lot to it. And then I think the one from Valley was like, yeah, we're Valley, like for sure. This summer, NBC is saying no to dope. Oh, Brandon Tartikoff. Yeah, listeners, how many of you watched Say by the Bell? Why did we know Brandon Tartikoff? On Say by the Bell? No, as like like I knew who Brandon Tartikoff was. Like I don't know who's in charge of uh, uh, I, the average person doesn't know who's in charge of a network. <laughs> you know what I love? I mean, it's one of these things that like now that we're grown ups and looking back on it, you know, not only us, everybody who watched Say by the Bell or grew up on Say by the Bell. I just love how the Tory episodes, like it's like let's pretend they didn't happen. That's fair, but I also think that like you know when we go out. If so and so isn't there, I don't automatically just be like, "Why isn't so and so here?" Right, Where's but so in, the, so? in the Tory universe, a Kelly and Jesse did not exist. Okay, that's fair. Right, so it's not like they were like, "Oh, Jesse is uh, is that her part time job?" Yes, right, right, right. or Kelly's at cheerleading camp. Right, no, right, they didn't exist. didn't exist. Right, and then also, Zach's love story with Tory was not in continuation with like what was happening that final season with, with Kelly. Kelly. Right. There, then there's that. Right. There's that. I mean, continuity was not the strong point of sitcoms in the eighties to begin with, because I'm pretty sure that at several times the children of the Golden Girls changed from the number of them to the ages. Oh yeah, for and sure. And the names for sure. Well, look at. I mean, you 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 don't have to go too far. Look at the Cosby Show. I mean, that's like a well-written, right? That, that hot, had like, continuity, critic, yes. critically acclaimed show. Yeah. In the first season, they only had four kids. That's true. Sandra, Sandra did not Sandra exist. Didn't exist. <laughs> she didn't exist. But in the second season, they did. And you know what I think is so interesting about the addition of Sandra? I mean, I'm all up for it. I loved Sandra's I love character, Sandra, yeah. and then you know that brought Jeffrey and all that. Was that when they were like retooling the show for the second season, they're like, you know what we need? Another daughter. <laughs> like, right. Let's just bring another character in here. Right. Like, right. That and an older. An older, yeah. Like let's not have Claire get pregnant. No. Right. Right. It's August, and while summer may be ending, back to school is just around the corner. That means it's time to start packing lunches again with healthy options like dairy. Whether yogurt, cheese sticks, or grilled cheese, there's many ways to include dairy for those back-to-school lunches and ensure that kids get protein, vitamin D, and calcium. And that's in addition to breakfast with some milk, either by the glass or in a bowl of cereal. For more ways to include dairy as part of your back-to-school routine, visit floridamilk.com or lechedeflorida.com and get more info as well as recipes. Trust me. Including dairy in their lunches is way easier than trying to remember how to solve word problems. Anyway, bueno, it's soda time. It is soda the time, time is here. 
Uh, you know what I want to say? Every time I say that, you know what I want to say? What? It's Friday night. And the mood, the mood is, is right. right. We're going to have some fun. Show you how it's done. T-G-I-F. Bow, bow. <laughs> Remember, I don't got the hitting oh, the, yeah. the clock. Anyway, um, so my last soda this week is to somebody I never thought I was going to give a last soda, and that is to Taylor Swift. Tay Tay. So the reason why I'm giving Taylor Swift a last soda is okay. because, as we know, she's gone on this huge, massive world tour, mm-hmm. the Eras tour, and um, it's ending its American leg now this week. Mm-hmm. Um, she's coming to Miami though. But, but there has to be in another leg because <laughs> she she's going to South America oh, okay, or okay. Europe or somewhere soon. Um, so maybe I don't know. She had in another leg. Uh, probably. Um, but she is ending the leg of the tour now. I think she's doing like five or six shows in L.A. And um, she gave the truck drivers in her tour each a bonus of $100,000. Damn. A hundred thousand dollars. That's life changing money. That that's exactly what they said. They were like, "This is now five thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars. This is life changing money. This is money for a down payment of a house. This is money yeah. to send my kids off to college. This is money to build something. To this is life changing money." And you know what? It, I I think it's really important to acknowledge when people that have money and celebrities right. do that because so many times. We talk crap about celebrities. Oh, they're rich and oh, they're they don't do anything. Oh, they're greedy yeah, yeah. and oh, they they don't help out people and blah blah blah. Well, I mean, this is her money that she's giving them, and it's 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 like fifty of them. So that's also oh, it's not like two. It's right, a considerable yeah. amount of money, and yeah, she's making millions and millions. Yeah, but she didn't from have this to. album, but she from this tour, but she didn't have to do that. Right. And the fact that she did that is great. I mean, I, I think it's very telling because, I mean, every time I go to a show, I'm sure a lot of people think that. I look at this stage and I'm thinking, like, shit, they got to put this down and put it in a truck and drive off to the next city. And, you know, the the singer, even the band, the singer's handlers, they just swift away in a bus and go to the hotel, go to after parties. But these people are, are, are... putting the stage down and it's like the minute the show ends like yeah they come out and start dismantling the stage they really never stop working right so i mean that's how that that is hard work so you know i give her a lot of credit for not only acknowledging them but you know putting literally her um, money where her mouth is yeah. and helping these people out and i think that that's great so a last soda to you, Taylor Swift. Well, that's an awesome one. That's an awesome yeah. one. Yeah, again, like we said, a lot of times we're like, oh, celebrities, they're so out of touch. and It's it, her, and I don't think the problem is her this time. The problem is not her this time. No, no. She is not the anti-hero in that. No. There was, and, no, there was no bad blood. No, there was no bad blood, mm-hmm. and she's going to get good karma. She is. <laughs> she is. I mean, look what you made her do. I don't know that many Taylor Swift songs. I so think, I think I've tapped out. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> So my last soda is actually kind of a little sad. Uh, last soda. I hate to end on a somber note, but but um, I kind of wanted to. So my last soda is going to someone whose name you probably are not familiar with, and that's okay because I'm gonna uh, you know share their story. Um, this person's name was O'Shea Sibley. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you if you heard this story. So this is a a black man in, from Brooklyn who was recently stabbed for basically voguing at a gas station in, in Brooklyn last Saturday night. Um, again, he's voguing to a Beyonce song. I, I think it was Renaissance. Um, and 
just this group of gay bashers just felt the need like how you know they were so offended by his voguing that his life had to end um and the reason i want to give him a last soda even if it's posthumously is because you know again my birthday's coming up and so you know you start to like reassess life and everything and here's somebody who was not afraid to be who they were and you know display that and dance you know the old saying dance like nobody's watching you know dance and be joyous and and just enjoy their time on this earth and i think that's something that especially nowadays so many people want you to either conform to what they think your joy should be or you know they get joy out of watching you be unhappy because they don't want you to express who you are and all i can say is you know although the outcome was horrible and 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 this man lost his life I think that we should all strive to be like O'Shea in the sense of if you feel like dancing, dance. If you feel like singing, sing. If you feel like, I don't know, doing a cartwheel, do a cartwheel because tomorrow is not promised and you should never have to tamp down who you are out of fear of what somebody else is going to think of you. And so, you know, O'Shea, wherever you are, I, I hope you're just, you know, Vogan the house down boots um you know and 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 looking down and and we do you proud so yeah that i read about that and you know it, it's just one of those awful things i mean it, it, it those people were beyond gay bashers they were murderers like well yes ultimately right? because yes, that yes, that's yeah. not even a thing of like oh i don't like this person i don't like person to do to do that um especially you know in a situation que no se metiendo contigo you know? right right because that's a situation that they saw somebody they didn't like what they were doing and they needed to you know but unfortunately you know Going back to the news thing that we were talking a little bit earlier, that I think that's all connected because people now, you know, whether it's the news thing, the constant news cycle or social media, people now feel the need to impose things on you mm-hmm. and tell you how much they disagree with you and how much whatever it is. And um, yeah, but you can disagree with me all you want. You cannot kill me. Right, but I think because all- in this case it was because in this case it was it was you know it was it was a black gay man voguing right. But who's to say that it couldn't happen? Um, you know, some random person in you know backwoods south. I don't but, know, but dancing I think, salsa. But I think that's all connected because it's all, I think it's all connected because it's all it's all how people right now are just becoming because we have so many platforms now to be able to spew hate and intolerance Mm -hmm. and all that people feel now like it's their right to go up to you and be like f you you know stop stop being yourself right and that may end up in however it may end up with Mm -hmm. uh shouting match screaming fighting violence or even killing someone right right? um I, i i i mean that's that's a conver- a longer conversation for another day, yeah. but it, it's just it's the times that we live in. I mean, there's things that happen now, you know, particularly whether it's hate crimes or things like that. That I mean, you kind of walk back and you think this is happening in 2023, right? Right. I mean, I thought we were past this. Yeah, I thought we were somewhere else. Yeah. Right, and that's not to say that those things never stopped happening but to this degree that like now it happened like it's now not one random incident that happened mm-hmm. somewhere and it's like oh my god this is terrible but it's not something that usually happens right but now but i also will say i mean i don't know if it's a matter of it always happened with this frequency but now we're seeing it 
publicized more because of the social media, because we're 24 hours. I, I, I think cycle. it's both. I think it's both. I think obviously there are more platforms to to for things to be pub, uh, published. Right. So that's certainly a factor. Just like we always say, well, do certain things happen more, but now everybody has a phone, so it could be documented. So I'm sure there's there's that, but there is there is a higher index oh, of, yes, of, yes, yes, of hate yes, crimes yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. across the board. Yeah, 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 you know whether it's homophobic, racist, you know xenophobic. Pick uh, one. <laughs> pick one. You know. Pick a phobic. Pick a phobic. <laughs> um, that it is happening, and you know. Again, not that there was ever a time where none of that didn't happen, right. but you, for a while there, you really thought that things were trending down. Correct. We, and we, now we they're that, yeah. trending up. Yeah. And that's that's very scary. That's very scary for a lot of reasons. Okay, I feel we need to end in a higher... In a, in a, we do. We, we, a, we need to end on something happy. Um, and I don't know what to end on. I don't know. I think we should talk about the Cosby show again. <laughs> about Vanessa's <laughs> great escape to Baltimore. Oh, Baltimore. Okay, listeners. Maryland. Listeners, really, really, seriously. Those of you out here, out there who are listening to us. Have you seen on uh, the... Well... If you didn't see it when it aired in the 80s or 90s, the Cosby show, you need to air it now. Look up on YouTube, Vanessa, well, Cosby, Cosby show, show, Vanessa, Baltimore. Baltimore. That's all you that's need it, to look That's up. it. The scene between Sit back and enjoy. her and Claire and Baltimore, Maryland. <laughs> it is um, It is like amazing. It is. And to give us credit, we have been talking about that scene for Forever. decades at this yes. point. That it was like the best scene of the Cosby show. Forever. And it sort of went viral. So, you know, recently. But anyway, everybody, we hope you had um, a great weekend. Yes. Uh, remember, uh, wait, what, how do I end the show? <laughs> remember to listen, laugh, and learn. Yes. We hope you listen, laugh, and learn. Why did I forget this after 262 episodes? We hope you listen, laugh, and learn. And as always, remember to grab your, I should say, pan de bono. Yes. Your yes. pan de bono, your croqueta, your pastelito. Oh, man, that's, that's a really great good combo. Trinity. Oh, okay. Now we're hungry. Okay. And <laughs> and your cafecito. And thank you for so, so much for joining us this week. Have a great weekend, right. everybody. And happy birthday-ish. Thank you. Cuídense, mi gente. Bye. Bye. Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano, produced by Ismaeliano, and our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.